welcome back. Prefer not to say, James and Greg here, your friendly neighborhood chess pieces. Sounds like a Facebook quiz. <laughs> what chess piece are you? <laughs> <laughs> My life's not complete until I know what flavor bagel I am. Yeah, well, chess pieces because we're kings. Oh, okay. Which means we're pretty useless on the board. Yeah. Oh, so before we start, I, I had the greatest encounter of smooth brain syndrome just days after our episode about it. Oh boy, here we go. There's a lot of TikToks out there about people like, you know, showing off their media collections. And there's always people like, why are you collecting physical media? You can literally get anything on the internet. And they're like, well, one, people like things, like leave them alone. People have their hobbies. But then they're like, oh, well, if it's not on a streaming service and it's like, you know, and it's not really available anywhere, it's like physical media is the only way. And then there was one dude who literally said he he claims that there are distribution laws that require every single movie to be on at least one streaming service. Uh, I don't I don't know about that, Chief. I feel like that would be like no, no, because like laws restrict things. Laws don't force people to do extra things. You know, could imagine like creating a film, right? You're just like a small small producer, small director, all that small studio. And then the big government comes in and says, hey, we need you to sign this contract with Netflix or you're in fringe of, or you're in breach of the law. It's like, well, it's funny because then people started giving him movies like, oh, well, what about this? And he was like, because there were some that weren't available that was just like just streaming. It was like you had to rent them to stream them. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, OK, I'm going to give him a movie I know that isn't. So I was like, oh, try to find this. I think it was. Um, oh, what movie was it? Wild at Heart by David Lynch, because that's not on any streaming services. He's like, it's on Voodoo. And then so I was like, no, it's not. I just checked. And he was like, he was basically claiming that I was lying. He's like, oh, the classic, I'm just going to say I did not do the real work. And I was like, okay. So I decided to take his comment and then upload a video of me scrolling through Voodoo saying, oh, you were saying? And then he was like, there were other people arguing with him. He's like, Blah, blah, blah. They're supposed to be there. And then someone was like, someone posted a video proving you wrong. He's like, no, they didn't. And I, I commented. I was like, that was me. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, well, that's just a video of you checking one site. There's dozens. And I was like, I literally checked the site you told me it was on. And then so I um, uh, uploaded a screenshot of the site uh, Just Watch. I think it's Just Watch. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. It's an aggregate that compiles where movies are streaming. And it said, this movie is not available for streaming. That's fucking funny. But he was so dead set, and everyone's like, where's this law? I'm like, you know, I'm trying to find it. And he's like, oh, well, if you use common sense in Google, you'll find it. And we're just like, bro, th- this law doesn't exist. <laughs> if you use common sense in Google, okay, uh, hear me out. <laughs> you use your uh, clearly superior common sense, and you're somehow superior Google, and you find me this fucking law. <laughs> no, I don't get it, man. So some people are just so deep in, in denial. They're just like they'll just say anything just to just to deny and say that their point is right. It is what it is, though. Can't yeah, fix crazy. It's just, it's just dumb. Trust me, I would know. There's plenty of movies that I've come across that I've been trying to see that just don't exist anywhere else. Plus, rights to films is like such a messy area of the industry. I don't like owning the physical copies of things because they like degrade and break down and all that. My digital copies last forever, or well, as long as I maintain the uh, data somewhere. DVDs have a shelf life of a hundred years. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about DVDs, bro. I mean, like, the old VHSs I had when I was younger. Now, oh, Now that VHSs. everything's on, like, DVD and Blu-ray and shit, it's like, yeah, they have a shelf life of whatever, but I'm going to break them bitches. I'm not careful. Oh, well, VHSs, yeah. I mean, VHSs, they can last a while. One thing you got to watch out for them is mold. Yeah. Point is, I know that I break stuff on accident. I will break my physical copies of things because I've done it in the past. So I'm <laughs> like, wild. I'll just take a digital <laughs> copy that I can infinitely replicate. I'm good. <laughs> just <laughs> Greg's too strong. He's breaking everything. I don't know, man. You know how it is. I've literally grabbed the disc before and snapped it on accident. I was like, what the fuck? Bro? What? Just grabbing the disc? Yes. I've literally done that. Wow. That's kind of impressive. <laughs> so it's yours is more of a safety thing than anything else. I, mean, I guess. But like, like, I'm not fucking Herculean over here. Like, I'm sure I grabbed it, like, not paying attention and just put too much force into it. But point is, like, I'm, I'd be clumsy. Sometimes I just be dropping stuff and, like, you know, you scratch up that disc. It's like, well, great. Now it's fucked. You just, you just don't want to risk it. <laughs> yeah. I err on the side of caution when it comes to, like, entertainment, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, and, and that's fine. It's just like, I just don't like that excuse. It's like, oh, well, you can find everything on the internet. It's like, well, some some no. But also, it's like, wh- why are you concerned about what other people collect? Yeah. Speaking of hobbies, that's gonna that kind of segues into our next episode. Because uh, this is about the importance of having hobbies. And why my hobbies are superior. <laughs> well, no. The no. reason I came up with it, so, I mean, some people know I, I work for Goodwill, right? And there are people who shop there literally every other day, like mm-hmm. repeat customers. And it has me concerned because people have shopping at Goodwill as their hobby. And I always find it weird when people justify it or it's like, oh, well, it gives them something to do. And I'm like, that's not <laughs> going to a store and buying <laughs> stuff you don't need shouldn't be your hobby. Hold on. Hold on. My, my hobby, my pastime. Is just funneling my resources and in, in, into like capitalist greed, bro. That's it. That's my hobby. Giving my money away. Hey, you can buy stuff for me. <laughs> if your hobby's spending money, I provide all kinds of weird services. What well, just got me thinking? It's like, or like people retire and they're just like, oh, oh, I'm bored, so I'm going back to the workforce. It's like, did you not spend any time cultivating any interests outside of just working? Yeah, that shit blows my mind. I don't know. I'd be telling people if I if I retire and I'm bored, then I fucked my life up. There's so many options, though. It's like there's there's a really great line in a song by my friend Internet Boyfriend, (laughs) and it goes, "How the fuck are you bored? You're more than five years old. You've got a thousand ways to spend your time." And I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah, that's that's really true." The only time that I think that I could that I could legitimately say I'm like bored is the time where I'm finding the next thing to do. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm just like, there's so much to do. Oh, side note, the name of the song is called Proud. You should go listen to it. It's on all the streaming services. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. It's just like, that's the hobby that we just kind of like assign old people. Oh, it's... Go shop a good one. It gives them something to do. It gets them out of the house. It's like, 
there's other things you could do instead of going to Goodwill and buying things. Well, the thing that also gets me is people who are on like, they live on social security mm-hmm. and they're buying stuff they don't need. And it's like, cause, cause we ask people to, if they want to round up their total to contribute to the work training and placement program that Goodwill runs. Mm-hmm. And they was like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm living on social security. I can't. And I'm just like, can you afford to buy the, this junk that you're buying? Yeah. Also, people like to play Russian roulette with their money there, and I just find it really bizarre. What do you mean? Like, they'll literally say, I don't know how much I have in my account, and they'll still swipe their card anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Will it, will it overdraft, or like will it just get denied? Have you seen it get denied yet? No, it takes whatever's left, and then they have a remaining balance. Oh, God. Yeah. It's just like... What? Or sometimes people will use multiple cards. Yeah, so that's always fun. That's bizarre. Uh, yeah, can you put uh, $3 on this card and then $4 on this one and then 22 cents on the last one? Oh, I've had people who have given oh, and then me... we'll put the tax on the fourth card. <laughs> no, th- I've, I've had it where people would be like, I'm $5 in cash and the rest on my card. And it'll be like a $30 order. Why? Do they just want to get rid know. of their cash? Maybe. Because, like, understand. I could get behind that because I fucking hate carrying cash. I mean, I don't like carrying cash either. Right. If I had, like, $3 in my wallet, I'd be like, what can I buy for $3 exactly? <laughs> or the worst is when people don't have enough, like, at all oh to complete God. their purchase. And they're like, oh, we'll just take these items off then. It's like, should you be spending this money if it's taking everything out of your account? Do you have gas in your car? Do you have groceries? Like <laughs> the type of energy to be like, nah, it's okay. I don't have to drive anywhere until my next paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine mismanaging your money to that level. I don't remember who was telling me. I remember someone was telling me um that they would go to a specific gas station because they knew when accounting would actually charge them. So if they didn't oh, yeah. have money in their account, they would like go to the gas station anyway, and it would be in time. Like payday would happen in time before the money was taken out. I don't know, man. That's wild. I've been like broke before, like broke, broke, where you got like pennies in your bank account. But every time that I've been in that situation, all my bills are paid, gas tank full, house full of food. Like you got the essentials. <laughs> it's all discretionary anyway, so I'm like, I'm good. But then I realize a lot of the people that shop there are from a generation where it's like all they did was work and raise families and they didn't do anything else. And as they got older, their only other hobbies, what sitting in front of the television. Yeah. And then they're mad at all the young people for having hobbies and doing stuff. They like, it's just jealousy. When I was a kid, I didn't have the time and money to go have fun. It's like you did. You just didn't. Well, there's also this really weird thing, because you know the media likes to spin things in the most bizarre ways. They're referring to what, it's what they're calling kid-alting, and they think that um, people doing the things that they did as a, like, when they were younger, it's like a whole nostalgia thing, and it's like, no, they just never stopped doing these things. They still enjoy these things, because contrary to popular belief, these, most things aren't just for kids. Yeah. I can get with that. I mean, I'm 30 years old, and I still play, like, Magic the Gathering, D&D, and video games and shit. And I right, started and all comics? those when I was a kid. Yeah, I still read comics. 
Because they're not just for kids. Most comics aren't even for kids these days. Dude, honestly, like you crack open crack open these books and it's like sex and violence everywhere. And I'm not even like light violence, like putting fists through bodies. Like <laughs> Berserk readers have entered the chat. <laughs> if for real. <laughs> Dude, I was I watched one uh that like Berserk movie. I don't remember which one, but like my friends are watching it in Discord and I watched it with them. Someone that like explains like uh, I think it was Band of the Hawk or whatever. You know, with the really any berserk yet? Oh, okay, never mind. Well, there's a really graphic, fucked up scene in it. (laughs) You should watch it; it's great. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like, oh, it's a kid alting. I'm just like, no, it's just (laughs) we didn't sell our souls to (laughs) the you know labor. We want to enjoy things. Yeah. So it's always wild when people like brag about themselves like being exploited they're like i I work 80 hours a week cool bro like good for you i think without my hobbies i wouldn't be a person same i mean i guess i guess it just breaks down to if you're not pursuing your interests like are you even a human right Maybe it's why I look at like old people with such contempt, you know, the type that don't have any hobbies. I'm like, all right, bro, you've like you've, you're done. You stop trying to have hobbies. You're not pursuing anything you're interested in. You just existed for an amount of time. You can just clock out, take that that good long nap. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, there's some older people hobbies like like at Google. We have a whole bunch of crafting stuff because you know them grannies that do crafting and all that such. Mm-hmm. Like, is that that I can get behind? I don't know if I would... Well, actually, yeah, I'd say these were hobbies. Like, even my grandmother, dude, she was, like, old and, you know, past... Like, my grandparents were way past the point of, like, having jobs and shit, obviously. But, like, she, like, worked in her garden, went for walks. She crocheted stuff all the time. Like, she was making blankets and stuff for the family. Like, she stayed busy, you know? So it's And that like, stuff... Those hobbies are no joke. Like, that stuff's not easy. Uh-uh, dude. Gardening? Oh, my God, dude. When I was a kid and I helped her in the garden, I, I cried and pissed and moaned. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, but, like, she stayed active, and that's why she was, like, the healthiest old woman i ever seen. It's because you just don't let your, they don't let themselves rot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's why, well, that's why it's always, like, it, it's always fun when you see, like, older people who are, like, encouraging of the things we do or just like i remember you've you've encountered it you know the what was it like older people getting into video games Mm -hmm. it gives them something to do and it's like it's it could be a fun hobby yeah i was actually just talking to one of my older co-workers i shouldn't say older he's only like 10 15 years older than me maybe you know but i was talking to him and he is not somebody i was expecting to like have the hobby of like video games because he also has the hobby of like i don't know if it's competitive but like he goes on like these bike races or whatever or these bike rides, you know, oh. like the Tour de France type shit, like the endurance rides. Oh, like, wow. He's in, great, he's in great shape. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And then he's like, yeah, also video games and set and the other thing. I'm like, bro, what? Since when? And he's like, literally since I was a child. Like, I remember having the Odyssey 1. And I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> 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 I'm like, that's my future? Video games and some activity? Oh, man. Hell yeah. I'm right? You just got to be the old. See, though, you get to do video games and then do the fitness. Yeah. Like old people who do fitness are always fascinating because especially when they do it older. Like there's that one lady who's like in her 80s and you know she's a like body builds mm-hmm. and she got into it in her 40s with her sister. I was like, just one day, just middle age. You're like, you know what? I'm just gonna start lifting. 
<laughs> Imagine you're like having your midlife crisis and your your answer to it is, you know what? Time to get strong. <laughs> oh, side note. So, you know how a lot of people like, because, you know, there's always the talk of doing like live action Invincible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen a lot of people like say, oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan should be um, Omni-Man. And I was like, or J.K. Simmons. Like, have you seen him lately? He's jacked. Yeah. I just don't know how, like, his, like, he's jacked, yeah, but, like, once actors hit a certain age, that skin starts wrinkling and looking weird, and Omni-Man's supposed to look like he's in his prime. I also don't think the bald thing would work. No, absolutely not. You have to put a wig on him, then he's gonna look goofy. (laughs) He's gonna look like, he's literally gonna look like J. Jonah Jameson, but big. (laughs) Because he had it, he had the hair, he had the mustache, a little bit of gray. (laughs) That perfect casting. (laughs) Uh, it'll be no. It'll be the uh, the mustache incident in Justice League all over again. Yeah. Well, I don't know though. He's supposed to have the mustache as Omni Man. No, so. I mean it's like bad CGI to compensate. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they did, did the reshoots, and he was like contractually obligated to keep his mustache for Jan- or Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, and I it, and I'm convinced that's why. Well, aside from the fact that everybody's you know has the burden of laboring until way too late in their life it's like you know life expectancy is taking a slight decline in our country oh gee i wonder why because i think japan has the most centennials in the world i don't think i'd want to live to be 100 i think at that point i'd just be kind of like bored of existing not i just just want to be plugged into the computer bro yeah when's that coming yeah it's like it's like once i get old it's like plug me in and put me back in my prime indefinitely what was it that black mirror episode that handled that subject it's like you're old and you're dying so you retire to this cyberspace where you can be whatever age and live in whatever era that shit was cool call it the dr manhattan simulator i don't know about all that (laughs) i don't need to play god (laughs) (laughs) just just creating planets because you're bored Mm. on that note we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back and we're back talking about uh how you need hobbies i will say though the the interesting thing though is i've only met like one or two people but uh the people who um are resellers uh-huh. that go to goodwill i think i was like okay i could you know i get why you're here there's somebody who bought a whole stack of uh, hardcover books so i was like oh avid reader and they're like no nah, i'm reselling them <laughs> well at our store hardcovers are only a dollar fifty oh yeah they can make some money off of that because yeah because a lot of those books are in they're always nice condition a dollar fifty those books were 20 bucks when they came out yeah, sell them for a couple dollars and you're good. Um, oh, speaking of reselling, this is totally unrelated, but apparently the reseller bros are now buying food from Costco and reselling it. What? Yeah. Why? I wouldn't trust those people. Like, could you imagine, like, yeah, I got all this, you know, all this food from Costco that I'm trying to sell for XYZ. I'm like, no, I'll just go get a Costco membership. Hello? Yeah, there's, like, one dude and a bunch of people stitched the video. You're like, oh, yeah. Um, 
because they were complaining that they were selling something that um basically selling it for the what it's worth and it's like someone was like they're not selling to you for you to resell they're selling to you for you to buy the food honestly but yeah the reseller bros are now hitting up costco and sam's club for food <sighs> get the bulk stuff and then sell- and they're selling it online i mean anything that's not gonna perish i mean i guess yeah you could just ship it to people but like but who's gonna buy well, you could go to the store and buy the same things yeah i don't get it drop shippers and amazon sellers they're all trash it's just so silly anyways back to the hobbies so there's this whole and it kind of goes hand in hand the thing where like you know people it's like you know why don't we reduce labor and there's always a question of like oh what would you do then like what there's so much we could do if we didn't have to work it's like what was it i think it was candace owens because you know she she's brilliant she was talking about how um, there was like, oh, why why don't kids want to work? And then she was talking about how it um, kids. What do you mean? Well, I, I think she meant like teenagers in high school because they're teenagers in high school. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was this whole thing of you know talking about how working it gives them purpose, and I was just thinking, why are we trying to assign someone a purpose when that's up to them to decide? Like, what? <laughs> Do this, it'll do XYZ. Or I can decide what I want to do and figure things out for myself and not according to your agenda. Yeah, I don't I'm not personally like I mean, yeah, if people if the teenagers want it, they can get jobs because like, I knew plenty of teenagers that wanted jobs when they were, were or I knew people plenty of people that had jobs when they were teenagers and they wanted them just because you know, like they wanted money or whatever, but like I don't feel like we should be forcing anybody to like, or incentivizing them to go after it. It's like teenagers already got a job. They go to schools eight hours of their fucking day. And like, Oh, well, school's not hard. It's like, I mean, yeah, I guess, but like none of these jobs are getting are really hard either. I don't know. I'm just not on board with eating up all the time of the youth. Right. Like if we're, if we're trying, if we're, and if you're trying to go with the whole work experience excuse, why not incorporate that into the school system? Why not count the shit they do in school as work experience for the relevant fields? See, now that's actually a good idea. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, why is it when you come out of high school, none of that information is like valued by any employers? Or like even at the college level, you do things and it's not counted as experience dude i mean half the time these people that are uh, these people that are employing college graduate or college graduates god i can't talk right now Uh, half the time these employers they don't even care what you learned they just care that you were there you know they're gonna teach you everything you need to know on the job anyways right they've decided oh you dedicated four years of your life no questions asked and did all this work yeah we'll hire you for real and it's just more time that eats up that you could be exploring, you know, who you are as a person or the things you like. But with people who are bored, if they don't work, it's like, man, you got so many options. Like, you know how many movies I could watch if I didn't have to work? A lot. I mean, a lot. Man, I would. I, if I didn't have to work, I'd be done with this this book series already. It's like um, during the pandemic, um, my friend and co-host in the K-Cut, Andreas, he hammered out what was supposed to be a two-year project for his website where he did a top 100 list for every decade since the beginning of cinema to now. And he watched like 700 something video movies in a matter of months. Damn dude. I couldn't, there's no way. (laughs) 
Like, I get it if you're a cinephile, but holy crap. I think this dude watched more movies for that project than I've watched in my life. It's... Yeah, uh, being a cinephile, it's, um, it takes dedication. I mean, I'm halfway through my Oscar binge. That's like 20-something <laughs> flicks in a matter of weeks. Yeah, we, we go to great lengths for our movies. Well, also, I'm just thinking, as a musician, the things I could be doing, if not working, like, I play multiple instruments, I could get better at those instruments. Yeah, but that doesn't put money in someone else's pocket, so right. it's frowned upon. You doing your thing doesn't make me wealthier, so... Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. You should uh you should work out. You should work on getting a career. Come work at my company, bro. Be fulfilled lining my pockets. Yeah. Or or the the companies or older people who are who are just baffled that people don't want to like move up in a company or stay loyal to companies or do do the overtime for free and it's like, yeah, we have better things to do with our time. It always cracks me up when like my coworkers or like my superiors see like my skill and my knowledge base at my workplace. And they're like, well, why don't you chase XYZ position? And I'm like, no, go away. <laughs> Leave me out of the conversation. <laughs> so you like money, but you don't want to sign yourself away like that. <laughs> this, this right here means I'm, I don't have to like hide who I am. I don't have to adopt that, that corporate personality. I don't need to like be sucking up and kissing ass. I can like, put my headphones in, listen to a book and tell everyone to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Sorry. We didn't make our career, our entire personality. No, it's like, I I do not want to have to like turn my brain on at work. I like being able to just handle other shit. Right. Cause then you can use your brain to do other things later. Mm -hmm. I save my brain power for as soon as I walk out of the door. I, it's like, I, I think somehow I've like managed my energy like, I don't mean, like, my fucking chi energy. I mean, like, literally, like, my energy for the day to a, to a point where, like, when I'm at work, I'm literally, like, dead. Like, I'm exhausted. But the second I step out that door, dude, I have infinite energy. I've Just revitalized. It it's like, like walking out the door is your sensu bean. <laughs> for real. I don't know how I've trained myself for that, but, like, I'll be tired. I'll be sitting there like, oh, my God, I want to go to sleep so bad. Walks out of the building. Nah, bro, I'm good for, like, the next 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> that that hints of fresh air. You're like, all righty. Now my day begins. You know, it kind of also goes back to, like, I remember, like, you know, early pandemic days when everybody was on lockdown. It was, like, everybody was trying to do all this new stuff. Like, remember when everybody was making bread? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's how. That's how I knew people. It's like y'all didn't have hobbies. They're like, "Oh man, what's what's trending? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make bread." <laughs> it's like, why don't you do the things that you like? <laughs> why are you making bread? You come out of the out of the lockdown and be like, "Yeah, I'm a baker now." It's like, no, you made bread. Stop. The, the great hard reset of everybody's mentality is like, oh, there's more to life than work. Also, the system sucks and is like trying to like kill us. But, you know, I mean, with the recent news of them trying to up the retirement age, that makes it even harder for people. What do you mean trying? That shit's going to pass if it hasn't already. Like, well, is, aren't, they trying to pass, aren't they trying to up it to 70? I don't know, but it's going to happen because the old people are in control and they're already at that point. So they're like, ha ha, 
good luck, everybody else. Like, 70. It's like some people may have two or three years after that. I don't know. I don't really, like, I've never really understood this concept around, like, the retirement age. Like, this is the legally accepted retirement age. Why? Why can't you just make your money and then retire whenever the hell you want? So they don't have to pay Social Security too early? Yeah, I know, but, like, screw that. Make enough money to where you're fine and then just retire in, in your 40s. Oh, well, well, that's the thing. You can retire anytime you want. It's just you don't get Social Security. You don't, you don't qualify for, like, Medicare and stuff like that. Bro, fuck Social Security. I'm not relying on that shit. You think I'm going to trust the government to pay my bills? Yeah, well, the <laughs> older generation is ba- banks on it. Like, nah, we, we already bro. know. Nah, bro. Fuck that. I'm not relying on that. Well, it's a lot of people. It's like they don't. Like, a lot of the older generation does it. I mean, and this isn't everybody, but a lot of them don't, aren't, didn't prepare like they should have. Mm. And even those who are preparing now, it's going to get even harder. Like, the reason a lot of, you know, boomer and older aren't retiring is because they can't afford to, because they didn't think. That's wild. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just so far removed from the concept of, like, relying on anyone else for my, like, sustenance that I'm just like, nah, bro. Oh, they just have that mentality. It's like, well, I'm going to work all this time and then I'll be owed that. And it's nah. like, uh, it's not, nah. that's not going to, it's not going to be enough, <laughs> you know? And, and the worst part is like, they don't have anything by the end of it. Like they're, uh, you know, the, uh, there is this, you know, there's talks of like, oh, there's some people who are like, oh, the um, transfer of wealth when the boomers die out is going to be so great. And other people are like, no, it's because they're going to spend the last of it just, end of care life or end of life care that and there's not this magical transfer of wealth all right the this 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 uh this ominous boatload of cash sitting in boomer pockets is going into the children's of or the children of boomers who are going to live exactly like the boomers because is it like you can't even unilaterally say like transfer of wealth from the boomers to the generation under them because it's not them as a whole, it's the wealthy elite of them that are passing away that they're trying to think that this mag- this money is going to magically distribute to other people. That's not going to happen. It's going from wealthy parents to wealthy kids who also will not give a fuck about you. Right. And then, oh, and, the, and the, the other thing in regards to hobbies, it, you know, maintains your brain. Yeah. I think that's a part of why a lot of cognitive decline happens is because you don't, act, it, your brain's like, you got to work it out. Got to do mental fitness, not just physical fitness. Well, I mean, you know, the older generations did have like extreme lead poisoning back in their day. So that's a part of it. Nah, bro, they should have adapted. I don't know what their problem is. Weak. <laughs> <laughs> you mean <laughs> they should have been microdosing lead so that it was yeah. just impervious to it. Hey, man, they should have just built up that tolerance. That's all I'm saying. I eat a brick of lead any day. <laughs> yeah, I just it's just it's just seeing these older generations and I'm just like, it's it's just like it's scary. It's like, could that be my future? I don't want to just shop at Goodwill all the time. If 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 my future, if my hobby is me spending money at a store. It's going to be me buying a 12 gauge. That's it. Final purchase. <laughs> I'm not living like that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live like that either. Yeah, there's like the things I could do if I didn't have to work. You know, and 
don't know. It's also weird. It's like, I don't know if it's a jealousy thing, but it's like, it's almost like there's people who like discourage doing certain things. It's like, are you just not fun or just, do you have some trauma related to that or? Yeah. Their parents beat it into them. They said, nope, you need to, uh, endlessly pursue profits. Everything else is worthless, nonsensical hippie trash. What's that? You want to have fun? Not in my house. Yeah, or or the fact that we just kind of like we isolate things into specific eras, like, oh, when you're a kid, you can do this. But then once you're a certain age, you just stop doing it altogether. You gotta grow up. And what baffles me is like adults making fun of other adults for watching animated anything. Who do you think makes animation? I don't know. I guess they think toddlers do. You watch that children's show? It's like, yeah, my kid made it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like people get into it because they love it. But what can you do? Can't really change people's minds when they're already like set in their ways. I don't know. I just try to encourage people to have hobbies. I was dating someone some at one point and they didn't have any hobbies and I was like, You need to have a hobby. And after like me trying like pressuring them a lot, they were like, Why is it so important for you that I have a hobby? And I was like, Bro, oh my god, you don't even see it. <laughs> it's people without hobbies are dull. What do you talk about if you don't have hobbies? That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, if I can't ask you a question, right, and trigger this like two hour long info dump then like you're not enough of a person also maybe maybe you might have something that i might be interested in getting into but i just don't know enough right but but i love that question it's like why is it important to you that i have a hobby it's like just you just wait you'll you'll realize (laughs) it's like not having a hobby it's like what do you do when you're not at work for real it's like look we ain't gotta have the same hobby Hell, our hobbies ain't even got to be related, but you got to have something, all right? <laughs> right. You got to do something other than just exist. <laughs> I can't be, like, the only source of, like, <laughs> entertainment and, like, creativity in your life. Well, I also think there's a... I think if there's more encouragement for hobbies, it would kind of bridge generational gaps. Yeah. Because when you decide that there's specific errors that you do and do not do things... It just causes a rift, like, and I think that's why it's like you know, I think older people would be more apt to interact with younger people if they have more in common. It's like, you know, like what's a good example? It's like we're in our thirties, but if we met some like, you know, ha- maybe people in the younger twenties, maybe maybe even just like fresh out of high school, if they had the same hobbies as us, it's like there could be a dialogue where there isn't that much of a difference. Like if you had a bunch of like. Young kids who are like, who are into D&D. Those are people you'd probably connect with, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, with, without even thinking about it. I don't even look at someone's age in that regard. Like, I'm just having a conversation with another person who plays D&D. That's it. <laughs> or like, now we're getting older. It's like, you know, people our generation are having kids. It's like, if they got their kids into it, it's like, if you had this group of little kids who were like, oh, we like D&D. And you're like, oh, really? Well, I can let you in on some really cool stuff about this game. Mm-hmm. especially stuff like that like i think the more i don't want to say advanced hobbies but stuff that requires like a little bit more like thinking and imagination that should always be encouraged throughout life yeah it's like one of my coworkers, right she has a daughter who's like uh 
interested in some of the nerdier things in life, and so she's like, well, I'm trying to get her into, like, well, she, or she's expressed interest in, like, Magic the Gathering and D&D, right? And I'm like, oh, well, does she have friends to play with? Because, like, you can get this, this, and this, and then that sets her up for, like, having, you know, um, enough equipment to enjoy the hobby with her friends. And she's like, well, she doesn't have a lot of friends that play because her friends are interested in different stuff. I'm like, okay, well hear me out, you can do this and this, you can buy this thing, and then just you and her can play whatever, because this is totally, like, uh, um, a malleable uh, concept that can be adapted to however many or however few players you got available, you know? And it's, like, without that insight, because she doesn't know shit about the hobby, the mother, I mean. So it's, like, without that insight, you know, she doesn't know how to engage with her kid with this thing that she's interested in. I'm like, her kid's single digits. That's a 20-year gap between the two of us, and we're doing the same thing. Right. I don't know, man. Yeah, and that's the well, and that's the thing of it. It's like, I, I, I think there's always so the thing where if people, if parents were more involved in their kids' hobbies, or just at least facilitating an environment to where they can really explore it, it's a net positive. Like, I remember years ago, I worked at Guitar Center. There was this uh, dude who came in with his son, probably like a high schooler and he was buying him like music equipment and he was like kept asking me oh do you need this do you need this and then he had to tell him like no i'm good and i was like that's what i like to see like kind of like this over like almost over too overzealous about it. it's like okay what all do you need we'll get all of it and he's like oh hold on we're, we're good for now <laughs> <laughs> he's like chill out dad i don't know if i want to dedicate my life to this yeah we'll start with a guitar and an amp and nothing else <laughs> well this this was actually when i worked in pro audio so he was getting into production oh wow even better so I was like, that's so awesome. Because, you know, I mean, there's always parents out there who just don't want their kids having fun or doing anything. It's like my parents were always encouraging of whatever I wanted to do. You know, and it just sets people up for the future. It's like if you, you're comfortable enough to be yourself and do the things you actually want to do, it just overall, it it's better for society for people to be happy. Bro, talk about encouraging people to pursue the things that they're interested in. I, my parents weren't like that, right? You know, I didn't have supportive uh, a supportive family at all. Even my brother like tried to bully me for the shit that I was interested in, right? So I'm at work one day. Me and my brother worked at the same place, and he tries to openly mock me in front of our boss, who like I was really cool with. Well, everyone was cool with. He was just that that type of guy, right? And he was like, "Oh, you nerd, playing D and D on the weekends with your friends." And my boss goes, "D and D, what's that?" I'm like, "Oh, it's Dungeons and Dragons." He's like, "Oh, that's what that is, right?" And he's like, "You play that?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Is it fun?" I was like. Yeah, and he was like, "The why the fuck does it matter?" <laughs> I was like, "Damn, I needed to hear that shit." <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> from that day forward. I was like, "Ain't uh, nobody telling me nothing about my hobbies." Y'all can fuck off, <laughs> man. That's wild. So, anyways, support someone's hobby, no matter how small it is. You literally might change their perspective on it. Exactly. Well, I think we can cut that here. So, the lesson of this episode is. Be about your hobbies. You will find people who have those same hobbies. You'll find your own little community. Much like this one. If you like listening to podcasts, listen to our show. We don't judge you for listening to podcasts. I mean, we're dependent on your listens, so I mean, we can't really be judgmental. I mean, we only get like tens of listeners a month, but that'll change eventually. But if you'd like to follow us on other things... You know, all our socials are at PNTS Pod. I also have another show called The K Cut, which is at The K Cut. And if you'd like to follow anything I do personally, as my music and stuff under the alias Boutique Paul, all my socials are at BTQ Paul. 
you can find Greg somewhere. You can find me in the player's handbook for the current edition of D&D. Look for Bugbear and then laugh. <laughs> oh. Well, that's the show for today, everybody. And as I like to say, collaboration breeds community. Stay hustling. Stay hydrated. Peace. <laughs>